good Sunday morning. Welcome to another edition of Sideline Junkies NFL Sunday Rise. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG. Rolling solo for this morning. Um, got a lot to get into. Um, to be quite honest, it's the first podcast of 2021. It's the first Sunday rise of 2021, but it's also the last regular season Sunday rise because we are in week 17. We made it. Uh, No games have been canceled. Uh, If everything goes off without a hitch today, um, I'm just, I'm happy to be here and to be in the position that my team is in right now makes it even better. Uh, as you all know, I am a Washington football team fan, die hard, and we are on the brink of making the P word today, winning we're in, and we clinch the division. So if that's the case, if that's how we're going to roll with it, let's get it done, okay? So, um, to start off, let's start off with a little hot seat talk. Um, you know, Black Monday is coming, and it'll be here tomorrow. There are no games tomorrow. So, you got to think about who's getting fired. And one of the uh, the questions that I had for BJ, if he was to join me, was... Um, <laughs> who do you think is getting fired on Monday first? And why do you say Adam Gase? Because, I mean, that, that that's first and foremost, the one person, the one person that needs to be, he needed to be fired in the middle of the year. And he was not. So I'm going to need him to be gone because dude you have no control over your team you have no control over pretty much anything i mean like i always say they wanted him to go rearrange his office during the draft he had no 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 nothing no no control over anything so oh well brother peace out uh, will he get another job? Probably so. I, I don't really doubt it, but uh, it is what it is. Um, another coach on a, on a hot seat would be Doug Marone of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I don't understand why he's on the hot seat. This is one that I don't agree with because he's been dealing with quarterback issues for quite some time. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, probably his whole entire tenure in uh, Jacksonville, he's been dealing with quarterback issues. That's, I mean, great defense. Uh, and now I'm not gonna say great defense. They had a a pretty damn good defense, and they broke it up. Um, and I'm not gonna say quarterback issues all the whole tenure. Um, he's been there. How long has Doug Marone been in uh, 
Jacksonville. Officially, he's been in Jacksonville since 2015. He's been the head coach since 2017. Um, He was the interim coach in 2016. They had some things going. Um, but they, they, they just couldn't turn it over with that good defense that they had. They couldn't do anything with it. Uh, I'm trying to find, I can't remember who the quarterback was in 2017. I'm brain farting like hell on who the quarterback was at Jacksonville, but I'll find it. But I don't agree with, um, Marone being fired. I, I don't agree with that at all. Uh, Blake Bortles. So, yeah, he's had quarterback issues. Never mind. He, Blake Bortles wasn't it. Chad Henney wasn't it. Gardner Minshew ain't it. Nick Foles ain't it. Wasn't it. So, you know, it was a lot to look at. But, uh, yeah, he, he's he's dealt – he's had a – a good run game, but he has had a anemic offense. You know, they beat Buffalo in the playoffs 10-3 to because of a, you know, outstanding defense. And it's crazy that you got a GM that, that that's not trying to get this guy any pieces. You're not trying to build. And now he's on the hot seat. I don't agree with him being on the hot seat. Um, another coach that I don't agree with that was on the hot seat, but more than likely will not be fired on Black Monday, is the Los Angeles Chargers coach Anthony Lynn. Um, once again, he lost, you know, a stud and Philip Rivers to free agency. Uh, but here's the thing: you have a young buck, a young Turk. In Justin Herbert, that is up and coming, and he, he's showing flashes of brilliance. So, if you you, you want to let Anthony Lynn go now, I think that would probably be the worst mistake that you could make because this kid, Justin Herbert, is young, and me and BJ talk about it all the time. You don't want to. Uh, Jason Campbell are playing. What what that means is, you know, you got a player that has the size, the arm, the skill set, the mindset, the talent to be a top quarterback. I'm not going to say elite. I'm going to say top. I'm going to say top 10, top 15. And, you know, you, 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 in his first four years in the league, he's had three head coaches and four different off- offensive coordinators, you know, things like that. And, you know, it's a different system every year. He never has a system that he can fit in. And that's what happened to Jason Campbell, especially here in Washington. Um, Joe Gibbs drafted him, and he had Joe Gibbs. He had Don Brode, and they brought in Al Saunders in his 900-page playbook. Uh, injuries, and then when Jim Zorn took over after Gibbs, you've seen a flash of light because Zorn worked with Campbell and all the quarterbacks. And Jim Zorn is a excellent quarterback coach. I'll stand on the table and vouch for Jim Zorn as a quarterback's coach. 
because any quarterback that he works with goes out and has a uh, career year. But look at all the, the the changes that Jason Campbell had to go through, from coaching staffs to offensive strategy to everything. I don't want to see that happen to Justin Herbert at all. Um, but the Chargers look like they're struggling now. But uh, Anthony Lynn is going to get them back on track. And he's not a bad coach. That's what people don't understand. As a head coach, now, he, he was an interim head coach in Buffalo. Uh, lost his only game. Um, he came to the Chargers in 2017, 9-7, 2018-12-4, 5-11 uh, last year, 6-9 and nine this year. So, you know, he had two down seasons. It happens. You know, last year they struggled. This year they showed resilience, and, they you know, they beat some teams. They had some bad losses, but they beat some teams. So I'm not holding that against uh, Anthony Lynn. Uh, with the win today, he'll remain above 500 in his L.A. Chargers tenure. So that that's always good. I, I know he's not going to be – he's on the hot seat, but I don't think he's going to be fired because of what what's to come. You know, it's too much – too much at stake and you got a young quarterback so ah, now another one is Matt Nagy of the Chicago Bears um <laughs> Chicago has been up and down in turmoil he took over in 2018 went 12 and 4 won the NFC North um 8 and 8 last year he's 8 and 7 this year but for some reason, he's on the hot seat. Now, he's dealt with quarterback issues. Uh, Trubisky being inaccurate. Um, now you got Foles, and then you're going back between Trubisky and Foles, Trubisky and Foles, Trubisky and Foles. I don't really – this is another one I don't agree with, him being on the hot seat. Because overall, it's only his third year. He's 8-7 and seven, uh, with the win today. He can go to nine and seven, eight and eight. I mean, depending on who you talk to, eight and eight is a winning record. It's it's above five hundred. And Chicago has who do they got today? I ain't gonna not lost it. The Bears got the Packers today, so I don't have them beating the Packers. Um, but Nagy on the hot seat don't agree with it. Um, last but not least on the hot seat as of. 1217 on January the 3rd. Black Monday's tomorrow, January the 4th. One, Doug Peterson. I said Doug Peterson should have been on the hot seat uh weeks ago. Because don't get me wrong, Doug Peterson's a pretty good coach. But what he doing in Philly right now ain't it. Um, he's been the coach in Philly since 2016. 79 that first year. Then they won the NFC East in 2017, also a Super Bowl at 13 and 3. After that, two nine and seven seasons, and this year, four, ten, and one as of right now. Uh, they have my Washington football team today. Um, they won the NFC East last year, but they have not reached the success that they did 
in 2017. And it's crazy because what's different from 2017 that Philly, you know, what's different in Philly from 2017? Outside of player personnel, and I always go back to it, I say it's Frank Reich, who didn't get much of the credit for that Super Bowl win, but I believe deserved a lot of that dag on credit. Because Frank Reich was your play caller, he was your offensive coordinator, and that offense rolled. They were unstoppable. You know, with Carson Wentz, um, then when Carson Wentz went down, Nick Foles, and they just kept rolling. And I kept betting against them, kept betting against them. But they kept rolling, kept rolling. I was like, good grief. When are they going to lose? So they didn't. They won it. They rolled all the way to the Super Bowl, won the Super Bowl. No problem. But once Frank Reich left, Carson Wentz has been uh, – Carson Wentz has been um, inconsistent. He's been shaky. He's been benched. And now he's requesting a trade because his relationship with Doug Peterson is broken beyond repair. Uh, all right, brother. If that's how you feel, fine. Go do your thing. I'm, I'm good with that. But um, Doug Peterson on the hot seat made me on the hot seat, but I don't I don't know if he'll he'll uh he'll he'll be fired. But in my opinion, you you need a change. And maybe maybe just maybe he might need to get himself another offensive coordinator. So that's just my thoughts on the thing. Uh, he has four playoff wins in his uh, his Philadelphia tenure. So four and two in the playoffs, not bad. So I don't really see, you know, he might. I had to put him on that list where I don't think he'll be fired. So um, moving over to the marquee games, I uh, wrote down a couple marquee games today, and I am. Looking forward, the NFC East is playing itself today. Uh, let's start off with Dallas visiting the Giants. The over-under is 45. Um, Dallas is a one-and-a-half point favorite. <laughs> uh, as much as I would love the Giants to win this game, and now Dallas has to win and Washington has to lose, if that's the case, Dallas wins the NFC East and a trip to the P word. I'm not saying the P word because I don't want to jinx my team because I want the NFC East. I want to make it to the P word. Um, But uh, the Giants win and Washington loses. They're in. So it's like, you know, do your job. Give me the Giants. Nope. Give me Dallas. I'll take the one and a half, and I'll go under 45 on that. So, and as I'm doing this, I'm putting in my uh, my bets here on Book It Sports. Shout out to those guys over there doing an excellent job. Um, got me looking real saucy and beautiful. 114 and 51 right now. 
uh, 69.1% winning. So I'm not mad at that at all. I'm, I'm loving it. Uh, so let me check that off the list. Another game, of course, the aforementioned other half of the NFC East playing each other. Washington visits Philly. Uh, Washington's a two and a half point favorite over under is 45. I mean, 44. I'm sorry. Uh, Philly is resting a lot of people. Um, no Fletcher Cox, uh, no Deshaun Jackson. You know, they're resting a lot of people. Philly is trying to give this game to Washington, it seems like. And as a Washington fan, I'm willing to take it. You know, I'm willing to, you know, be puffed at. Yeah, take that, take that. Yeah, 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 take that. That's what I'm willing to do. If you want to give it to me on a silver fl- on a silver platter, I'll take it. So I'm going to take Washington with the two and a half under 44. Um, Alex Smith is starting. Apparently, uh, that's the last word that I heard maybe about an hour and a half ago that Alex Smith is going to start. Um, Antonio Gibson is back. Terry McLaurin is back. They're nicked up, but they're there because of how important of a game it is. End of the season, divisional game, must win. Uh, I want to see the team that played Dallas on Thanksgiving. That's who I want to see. That's the team I want to see. So uh, I'm taking my Washington football team, and I'm going to sigh. It's going to be an even bigger sigh of relief when we win that game. I'm just going to say that, all right? Um, And, of course, Washington wins, and they're in. No help from anybody. All they have to do is win. All you got to do is win, 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 no matter what. Um, Green Bay and Chicago. Uh, Green Bay has already locked up the number one seed. They're, they're good. Uh, Chicago. Uh, let me check the playoff picture. Because I want to see. I think Chicago is still alive. And if that's the case, <laughs> Chicago might need a little help. They might need a little help. But uh, I I think that Chicago. Oh, let me make sure they're alive before I, I put my foot in my mouth and, and and tell you some things that I ain't supposed to tell you. But I'm I'm happy about Green Bay because Aaron Rodgers. We gotta appreciate Aaron Rodgers for as long as we have, because he's getting up there, and <laughs> he he. He is uh, close to retirement age. Maybe he can pull a Tom Brady or Drew Brees and play well into his 40s. But we got to appreciate Aaron Rodgers for what he is. Um, Packers are favorite five and a half. Over-under is 51. Um, And I think the Packers are playing everybody. And the, the Bears are in the hunt. As of right now, they are the number 17. So they haven't clinched. But they're the number 17. Uh, and let me make sure. Yeah, I think, well, with a loss today, the Packers will be 12 and 4. I think they still lock up the, the, um, one seed. So 
um, they they can lock it up today. So I'm sure they're going to play. They're going to play everybody. They got the division, but they're going to play everybody. Um, give me the pack with the five and a half and over 51. So that's Packers over the over the excuse me over the uh the Bears and the Bears are eight and seven. And we'll get into a couple of other games that will impact this because in the hunt right now are the Arizona Cardinals, the Cowboys, and the Giants. I mean, well, they're in the on the bubble. In the hunt is my Washington football team, the LA Rams, and those aforementioned Bears. So uh looking at this, like I said, give me Green Bay, later five and a half, and give me the o- over 51. All right. Um, you got Houston and Tennessee. Tennessee, it has already nope, they're in the hunt. So Tennessee needs this win. Tennessee needs this win. They're 10 and 5, first in the AFC South. They need this because they have uh let me see. It's only three playoff spots in the AFC locked up. But on the bubble are the Colts. So that's one Tennessee and Houston is a marquee game because Tennessee has to win this game and get in. And that's Tennessee is a favorite by seven and a half. And I'll take Tennessee seven and a half and the over under is 56 and I'll go under. Um, New England better beat the Jets. That, 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 that's no doubt in my mind. Uh, Kansas City and the Chargers, no playoff implications. Chargers are favored by three and a half. Um, over-under is 40 on that. Uh, go under. Now, Jacksonville, Indianapolis. That's a marquee game because Indianapolis needs to win this game because they are on the bubble. They're not in. They're on the outside looking in. So what could happen? It's only seven spots. Tennessee loses. The Colts win, and they're in. So that's the only team on the bubble. I mean, it's a tighter race over in the, in the NFC, but the AFC, that's the game. One of those two teams is going to miss. Is going to miss it. Uh, one of those three teams, and that would be the Ravens. The, well, four teams, the Ravens, the Browns, the Colts, or the Titans. One of those four teams are going to miss the playoffs. One of the four are going to miss it. And maybe even the Dolphins, because they're all 10 and 5. Now, if they all win, because, uh, and but see, the Dolphins got Buffalo today. That's a marquee matchup, because the Dolphins need it. And I'll get into that in a second. But Indianapolis and Jacksonville, Indianapolis is 14-point favorite. Over-under is 49 and a half. I'm going to go Indianapolis, uh, with the 14, uh, nah, I'm going to go ahead. I'm gonna, uh, They're not going to beat them. Well, shoot, let's go with the over 14. Let's let's go with that. And they'll go under 49 and a half. Uh, Baltimore and Cincinnati, another marquee game. Um, Looking at that, Baltimore's 12 and a half point favorite. Give me Baltimore uh, under 44. Uh, Pittsburgh and Cleveland. And... Big Ben is not starting because Pittsburgh has locked up their playoff shot uh, spot. Um, give me Cleveland in this one. The um, nine nine point favorites, and over under is forty two. I'll go under. 
uh, Detroit, Minnesota, they just playing out the season. Both of those teams have been eliminated from playoff contention. One thing that I want to look at is, is Kirk Cousins going to be in Minnesota next year? That's one good question. Uh, Las Vegas and Denver. Uh, Vegas is three-point favorite, and they are both out of the playoffs. Uh, Arizona and the Rams. This is one of the AFC, the NFC matchups that's a marquee game. And I'm just like, okay. Arizona, three and a half point favorites. Over-under is 40 and a half. Jared Goff, injured. Whether he plays or not, he's still injured. So I got to go with Kyler Murray. And under 40 and a half. Nope, let's go over 40 and a half. That's going to be a high-scoring game. And I got to go with the, the Cardinals in that one. Uh, Seattle and San Francisco. Uh, of course, Seattle. They're six-and-a-half-point favorites. Over-under is 46-under. Um, I did Ravens in Seattle. Oh, uh, Ravens in uh, Cincinnati. Okay. So, we, 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 we got all the – oh, Miami and Buffalo. Miami and Buffalo. Miami needs this game. I don't think Buffalo is going to concede. Uh, three and a half. Buffalo's three and a half point favorite. And over under is 43. And I'll go over the 43, but give me Buffalo in that one. I think Buffalo's going to keep their foot on the gas. They don't want no letdown. Um, but today is going to be an exciting day because a lot of things are going to happen. Uh, a lot of coaches are on the hot seat whether they made the list or not. But, you know, if you think that you're you're safe and you run out there on week 17 because you're not playing for anything, your team shows no effort, they're not prepared, they're just going through the motions, you um you can go ahead and, 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 and be fired. I, what did Jerry Glanville always say? What's the NFL stand for? Not for long, league. You know, that's what it stands for, not for long. So, you know, you can be fired when it, at the drop of a, a dime. So you got to come out there prepared, show something, put something on film, end the season right. So uh, thinking about my Washington football team, I'm nervous. I've been dreaming about this game for two days. Two days. I mean, I'm talking literally dreaming about this game. I'm dreaming about, I'm envisioning the win. I'm envisioning uh, an NFC East division trophy or title. I ain't going to say trophy because I don't think they get trophies for that. But then I'm thinking about, I don't want to think too far ahead, but I want to get past this game and then we'll think about playoffs and see who, mm, excuse me, think about P word. Take that back, bring that back. Don't don't touch that universe. Bring that back. Think about P word. And then, you know, go from there. But I want to focus on this game and then rock it from there. You know, uh, I want to see the defense play well. I want to see um points put up. I want I want to see us, you know, win this game. I'ma say 24 to 7. You know, 
start off slow and then rock out like we do uh nervous yes um and i was reading on twitter uh pundits feel that we shouldn't win the nfc east with our record but somebody got to win it because the giants the cowboys the football team all are six and nine at the end of today somebody somebody in that division maybe it's gonna be two teams probably that's seven and uh, seven and nine and i'm sorry the giants are five and ten so you know i'm just i'm geeked up about this game tonight 8 20 i want it i can taste it i can feel it i feel and and something else uh the confidence level the 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 electricity surrounding this team is that is about high as i've seen it since 2012 and you know 2012 we were three and six we ran off seven straight games seven straight games of us just rolling over competition um and electricity was high uh to be stopped on the street and people are talking about this team to me um it feels good and i'll stand there and i'll talk with anybody i went back and forth with a guy in the grocery store about Dwayne haskins uh night before last and you know it's wrong but y'all did to that boy hold on hold on hold on on. number one that's a man (laughs) that's number one that's a man that ain't no boy that's a man and you gotta say it's wrong what that man did to himself because he has to take a lot of blame for that he has to take and i i appreciate uh my man marcus for that because he was like you know you can't blame everybody for his mistakes it's a man you can't blame the homies. You can't blame, you know, the big bros and all that. You got to blame him for that. He has to take that. And I agree. Marcus is actually absolutely right. He has to take the brunt of that. So, you know, I, and I let the gentleman know, you can't blame coaching or organization because this kid didn't have his nose in the books. That's on him. That is on him. So, with that being said, um, today is a rousing day of football. It's 1237. Uh, thank you for joining me live. Um, this will be available shortly uh, on every streaming platform. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, 2021 is where we turn the volume up and rip the knob off. You know, we're going we gonna to do what we do and we're going to make it do what it do. So uh, thank you once again for listening. Please enjoy this week 17 because we got a lot of marquee matchups. And, you know, let's watch out to see who gets fired on Monday and hopefully 
just hopefully it's a, a list of coaches that we all have that should be getting some of these jobs that could actually win. So that is all the time I have for today. Uh, if time permits, I'll be back for a post game, but I, I, I don't know because my team plays at 820, so I want to give my undivided attention to that. So y'all be easy. I don't do no overtime. I am out of here. Thank you.